Welcome to the World Architecture Festival podcast. This series features recordings from the annual festival, where architects and commentators discuss the latest challenges and innovations in the industry. Make sure you subscribe to always receive the latest episode and also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at WorldArchFest. Welcome uh, back to the main stage uh, for what I think will be one of the highlights of WAF this year, uh, a talk by uh, Francis Kerry. Uh, and Francis has one of the most remarkable life stories of any leading architect in the world, I think. And although it's well known, I'm going to just say a few points about it because I think they're very relevant to what we see the festival being about. Uh, Francis was born in the village of Gando in Burkina Faso, in 1965, and it was a village where there was no water, no school, and no one could read or write. So Francis was sent by his father, who was the chief of the village, uh, to go to school. And that began a remarkable odyssey uh, that went through uh, Burkina Faso in Africa to Berlin, and now back to Burkina Faso, but also to many other parts of the world. And on that journey, uh, Francis learned not just to read and write, but by studying at the Technical University here in Berlin uh, to be an architect and to understand the skills that have evolved in Western architecture uh, over so many hundred years that had somehow passed Burkina Faso by. But what Francis has shown is that you can, by commitment, by energy, by drive, and by skill, make those uh, achievements of architecture uh, uh, applicable and useful to people in areas uh, which are uh, lagging behind in development. So in 2001, Francis built a school in Gando and subsequently has built several other projects in Gando, secondary schools. And so this uh, move uh, back in the uh, maybe 40 years or so ago, more than 40 years ago, to send this talented boy away from Gando to get an education has brought that education and the potential for education back to this community. And I think even more remarkably, Francis's work is now expanding beyond uh, 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 Gando and Burkina Faso, but bringing the same sorts of levels of achievement to uh, uh, areas, places in the world uh, where development uh, is sorely needed. And along the way, Francis has picked up uh, an extremely impressive suite of awards, uh, including the Aga Khan Award for Architecture, Holcim Award, and the Global Award for Sustainable Architecture. Uh, he's also in demand as a speaker, as a participant in uh, conferences and in exhibitions, uh, and has taught uh, in many places, including at the Graduate School of Design uh, in Harvard. So I would like to, to welcome Francis, uh, and I will be, I think we all will be, uh, very intrigued to hear what he says. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, thank you very much for this uh, great introduction. Um, so, welcome to everybody. Um, and now you had a busy day, uh, so you have to share uh, 40 minutes with me again. So, but don't worry, I will show you a process, so a lot of pictures. Um, uh, honestly speaking, I, I think that to be part of this conference is 
I may say it's happened by accident. Um, why? Because I never thought to see my name, you know, put together with uh, that um, uh, kind of great event. However, talking about architecture, um, I have to tell you that I believe in pictures like this. This is a picture called uh, the Wolf on the shoulder of a giant. Um, it's about uh, scientists trying to, to celebrate the past um, scientists which have achieved something. Uh, this picture is so great to me because if you learn from the past, you could do great achievement. Uh, it is from uh, um, Bernhard from Chartres, dated back 12th centuries. But what is it if you came from a culture like mine, where I am? That is a, a, a picture of my compound where I was born. So where knowledge is not, is, 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 is vocally, uh, vocally uh, uh, transmitted. So you have no record. <clears throat> what is if suddenly a power came and said this culture uh, must be improved in, 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 in putting lines like this uh, to this um, uh, structure. This is a structure you may see. Uh, it is uh, Ouagadougou, the capital city of Burkina Faso. Um, it's clearly here showing you uh, the dream of making out a second Paris with the huge boulevard um, in, a, in, a, in a different context. Um, and so, so here is a criticism. Uh, we inherited this structure from, from, from the Western world, and what we do with it is we keep spreading this structure uh, in a country where agriculture is, is the, the main resource. So if you do so, this carpet is eating land that you really need to feed the people. So I am critical about that. <clears throat> and so uh, here, the focus is the West. Um, as you can see here, we have two towers. I cannot say you properly which one is the original, uh, but I hope you will see yourself what is mean. What I'm trying to say is we love the Western culture and we try to replicate it. Uh, and there is something many of you don't know, <clears throat> but we, in Africa, we are your biggest fan, talking to the West, Western world. Um, but the problem is you keep the time telling to us that we are primitive and you are the best. But if we come here, you don't want to have us. So this is a big, big, big problem. I think there must be something wrong and we have to think about it. So, but what is my concern is architecture. Here is a reality. We want to have big tracks like you have here to provide people, to, to move people and then transport goods. Um, this is another reality. This is a school I may attend when I was a kid. I was sitting there with more than 150 other kids. It was very, very hot inside. But I am privileged. Because of that, because of that, I am here today. So this is the reason why I'm here. Education is still a big, big dream for many kids from the place where I'm coming. That's why I'm saying I am here by accident. So today I am very privileged. So, but what do you do with that privilege? Would you keep running and telling people that you are poor? No. I try to do something, to use this knowledge to do something. That is what I'm talking about. Africa is rich of knowledge. Here, how people build together, um, fixing a mosque. Here, 
I wanted to, use the, to do the same with my community, talking to the older people to say, we should build a school, but we should build up on local resources, people, and material. And so we start to build. This is already the building process uh, by the extension, school extension. You will see people carrying stone to make basement. It helps to save money. And we build this school totally out of clay from Gando, the village where I was born, um, using a different ceiling, a heavy ceiling, a massive ceiling. Uh, and so if you see here, you will see the difference. So when I was kids, I sit almost like in the bakery. But now, we have well-ventilated classroom. That's what you do if you are privileged like me, like I'm doing. So with this concept, uh, it was not easy. So I tried to make very simple drawing to explain to people so that a section, already the section, is a building. And you paint up in a little paper the layer of walls, what you want to achieve before fixing the element to carry on, for example, the window. And that is it. And we build. This building is built in 2001, and it still comes without any maintenance. <clears throat> but how do you explain people who are neither able to read nor write? Engineering, architecture, this is always a big challenge. What I do is, like you see here, to build a big vault, I will not jump because I came ready from traveling and have back problem but I jump on the top of the ceiling. The middle one is me to show to my people that it works. So this is the way you convince them. You have to do something real. Don't speak, make. So and that's how we do. And if they love it, we go over to a real building. Like you can see using primitive tools to create the school extension um, that you can see using local material, clay, um, and the power of the people. So to create classrooms like you can see. I have to, to agree that even the animals in Gando loves our building because they are very cool, really cool. Um, so with this concept, it was very, very successful to my surprise. And so we start to build and work for NGOs around Burkina Faso. Here is a hospital, I'll call it um, a clinic uh, in Lewo, where the people that are trained just have a job. They don't need to take a boat and come here where in the West, where their heroes are and will be rejected. So they stay home, they can make themselves useful and earn money. So, and suddenly in the West, in the West, I was asked to be part of, of, uh, um, of ideas, of installations. It started with museum. Here is in Copenhagen. When the European Museum call you to talk about a gathering space, Immediately, you think about your, 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 your home country. And this is Gando, how people gather. And then it is in Scandinavia. I had an idea to use wood. And then suddenly, I remember when I was, since I was living in Germany, always Scandinavia is connected to wood. So it means they own the skills to deal with wood. So I didn't know if I could succeed using wood there. But I said, oh, if they want me, I will try. While we try, we, we develop an idea. So I use also computer. Um, and then we wanted to use the cheapest wood uh, that they have to create the structure. Um, it is easy here in the West sometimes to build if everything is OK. So because people are skilled and they have machines. So we cut the wood, we put in bundle. And so very quickly, we created this. 
and to my surprise, I saw that these people in Scandinavia loved my structure. So I would say, wow, you cannot just succeed in Gando, but you also, you're able to do here to succeed using the most um, 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 cheapest material to do. And while I'm talking to you, this project already brought me one of my biggest commission ever in the US. So we're going to create um, a visitor center in Montana. Don't cry. It's really, really far away, remote. But that is how you do architecture. So it's smooth. It works very well. Um, but my main concern is still Africa. Here I'll show you, if you agree with me, some pictures, how a process goes on. I design in the office. We make drawings. And here, every time I want to improve what I'm doing, just to keep my people away from replicating just one model, it's just to inspire them to do things differently. So wind towers. And this is Kudugu, the third largest city in Burkina Faso. There, we have a lot of young people looking forward to attend education. And there is a couple of Munich who ordered me, asked me to help them build a high school. So in Burkina Faso, where in Africa, where cities are growing, land title is a big problem. So what I do is to fix, to check who owns the land. Sometimes land is owned by 100 people. Normally, they don't say nothing. But you start to build, your buildings get, become two meter high, and someone came with his title. The next day, another one appeared. So what do you do? It stops. So I check everything to make sure that I will not invest in the land of someone. And then if everything is clear, I go over with my team. So trying to teach them or to learn how to read, to read drawings. And we go over. Here, we want to use laterite first. Laterite is a natural material. You get it out from the soil, it is soft. And with the contact to the air, it's getting hard. It's a traditional material, but people reject it because they say it's primitive. OK, I, I introduce a machine. The cutting, the cutting is the innovation. It's not a laterite anymore. It is a building material, very sophisticated. And we go over. The, the, the plot is almost a desert. And you could, see, you could see the tower growing. And the building process is an event. People came to see. Because in this place, sometimes you have no TV, no access to radio, no other things, so no theater. So when we build, we perform. And the kids and the mother, the, the people are there to watch. And we keep working at night, so we give them more to see. But it's not to perform them. I have to finish the building, for example, to be here and talk to you, share with you. Um, here, another element is eucalyptus wood, a natural wood. We wanted to use it to create a sort of brise soleil. Look how we do it. We cut them, we prepare them, we wrap them in a piece of rebars, like you can see. So really, very easily. And that is the result. So this is a window. It's not simply a window. Look at what we want to do with it. So we use the same wood left over, and we treat them, we fix them, And this is a aircon, my invention. It can be 50 degree outside, inside the same. It is dry. If you do this, you are cooling the inside of the building. 
And so I keep finding good solutions to that and not to wait for someone from development industry to come and fix an aircon. So in a country where you have no electricity or where the electricity cost is the highest, this is a good solution. So, but it is dry. There is no trees. What do you do? You don't design and let them do. You have to provide. You have to plant trees. Look at what we do. This is rainy season. The heart of the rainy season in Burkina, but it still looks dry. That's why this little hole is full of water. But the pot is my irrigation system. So first, I have sketches. Most of the time, to convince some people that want to work with us, normally with my people, no. I just draw on the sand and we make. But here, I need to do drawing to transport the idea. So look at. We dig a hole, two meter diameter and two meter deep. You will say, what is the challenge here? What is the innovation here? Ladies and gentlemen, in a country where life expectation is under 50, to convince someone to dig a big hole like that in a hard soil and put the plant that will grow and he will never see it is a big, big challenge. That's why I think if I'm honestly talking about my work, I have to show you this. So, and we do it. I do it because I am privileged. I have access to information. We have to care for the future. We have to care with the resources. The pots are coming from the village cross, and that is the result of the project now. So thanks to Ivan Ban, I have that, these pictures to share with you. And so you created an oasis. So where the kids can stay, where the, the trees are growing, and it inhabited. School is happening. The trees are double that size, but I'm working and traveling so much, I have even no time to update. Uh, and so they use it, like you can see, all the corners. And this is happiness pure. So, the users are happy with the structure. And the wind towers are really working. I know it because all, every time when I arrive, I, I can't hear the kids talking about windsurfing. They don't know what it is. But now they're talking about it. It means it you feel, feel it's sucking the ear, and they're calling it windsurfing. Um, so another issue. If you build there, you have to secure land. Here, we didn't secure land. Before we finish the build, people start to settle. Now, it's very difficult to have land around this piece because everyone wants to live close to a good infrastructure. And always I'm proud. If I see this, I say, wow, you was happy to be successful because people love it. They adapt it. So the structure is used by night by the parent that helped to build. Even if it was a commission, suddenly the entire community wanted to be involved in it, and they get paid because that was part of the process, and they can use the structure themselves. <clears throat> Let me go back. I don't want to talk about my foundation, but you have to know how I started. It was not easy. I had to create the foundation called Schulbausteine für Gando e.V., which is very, very long. Um, and you go to the US, they ask, oh, Francis, we want to support your project. What is the name of your association? And you start again, Schulbausteine für Gando e.V. In the US, they will tell you what, if, you know, what if is this, you know. 
So why you don't change it? Your architecture is so successful. Why you don't connect the name with your uh, work? Okay, Kere Foundation. I mean, it's cool, eh? But it's still not easy to raise the money. So I keep doing commission, working. If I have money, I go to invest myself. That is the best way to do. I don't need to say to someone why I'm doing that. So here, with the money that I'm raising, this is for Gando. For the other, I'm getting commission. So for Gando, always, I want to use things, do things differently. Here is the material we have, pot, clay pot. I wanted to use them to build. Here you see my team. I can't say here that I have more people. My team, my architecture firm, is bigger than uh, all of the most of you here in this room. This is a little, little, little part of it, really. And they help me to do all of what I'm doing. So they're the women that bring the pots on the site. And look at the kids. They're watching. These kids will grow with the spirit. Something different is happening. It's, again, it's a performance. It doesn't come with you know, people coming from development ad with big cars. They just fix it and they disappear. It is happening in front of their eyes. So like, and this is me, a cat. I mark the pot. My people cut. If it's good, we go to a sort of industrial production. So we put them on the top of the roof. Of course, I use concrete. We pull the concrete, and then, so here is need to update the picture. But there is a result, openings for ventilation and light, using the most available material you have. And then all other material made on the site by the people. Now, you was talking about uh, in, in to, to using architecture in region where, so I will say underserved region. So here, also in Berlin, there was a need. I was contacted by Mr. Chris Derkon to design a theater, a satellite theater for the Volksbühne. I was at the dinner, and then his uh, artistic director contacted me talking about an idea of creating a theater for 800 to 1,000 people. Oh, wow. A theater in my hometown now, Berlin. What a great idea. So, of course, you go and, and, and start to think about it. And then it's about Tempelhof. It's a big airport, huge hangars. It should be there, Francis. You should develop an idea where we could integrate refugees. So, to build, they are living there and they are frustrated because no one is using them. I said, okay. Francis, a theater, and suddenly again refuse you. What is that? Give me a clear commission. I want to design like my other colleague. But suddenly I realized, okay, why not? So I start to work, to think, to do things, visiting the airport, and I studied this theater. It is a, a, a designed by Priska Tor. Priska Tor was a, a theater director in Germany, and he designed the perfect theater, and it was built one-to-one for the Rue Triennale. And a couple of years ago, I worked with an artist, uh, Christoph Schilling-Josef, and we got this theater as a gift. So it's a secret, but I own this theater. We will never mount it, because it was not part of the Opera Village project, but I own it. So I studied it. So when I was asked to design the theater, I know where I were, you know, what I was doing. And I learned from these artists incredibly how to really design theater. So I studied it, and I was ready. 
I start to talk about multiple function, how you could move this, the, 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 the chair and do different performances. And I ask then, I get in contact with the temple of people and I ask it, can we now, when are we going? Can we, can we dig? Can we drill inside the hangar? No. You're not allowed to drill. Can we hang? No. You're not allowed to hang. The building is protected. There's no way. But how do you want me to build a theater for 1,000 people? What can I do? Oh, yeah, you are the designer. So, okay, I went back and say, create a structure which is totally movable. So, a ciamonica, or call it what you want. We wanted the sitting to be squeezed together and move away to free space. This was solved. And then the structure itself, okay, I said, uh, we will do like you can see. And then the theater itself should be made of textile where you could just take it away, showing the structure, but not really uh, giving up. So there was ideas that I had, and we keep working, and then we come up with that structure. Because it's a hangar, we could move it even totally out. So, but what I didn't know before, except the commission, there was a new a, a political change in Germany, in Berlin, and the new part of the new government didn't want to accept the new theater director. So what to do? I cannot escape. I was already developing this project, so sometimes you have to be honest to yourself. So there was someone who gave me a project, and some people says, you are so modest. Why are you working with this guy? You understand? They want you to be modest. You are modest. OK, keep that. They will never give you a job. And they want, when they want, you to ally with them. So I had to be fidel to Chris Dercon and just push the theater. They blocked the money. But the design was so, I assume, so powerful uh, that there was no way to go away. We had to do. And they keep waiting. We were supposed to start last year uh, in uh, August. It didn't happen. And then I was doing another project in, in, in London. In, in uh, July this year, I read in the newspaper, finally, the Senate the, the, has delivered the money for Francis Carey Theater. It's not the theater for the Volksbühne, for Francis Carey. Be careful when the Germans say this to you. So it's to give you a heavy thing, a heavy responsibility. However, Chris wanted to perform um, this year in October, and there was no time. So I said, okay, if you have an idea, we do. That is an element. With the real theater, we wanted to open the, you know, the theater to the airport field, like uh, to look to the Agora. Here is a huge field. And we said, okay, let's temporarily do something. That's what we did. And very quick, in less than two weeks, even with the tube and all of this, you have to go through all of that. And we was lucky. Uh, they could really perform. Um, I was not there. I was traveling. But we did it uh, as a beginning. Uh, to my surprise, we have like great structure, institution. Like Adidas was saying, wow, Francis, we love your design. They came to my office to try to find a way if the German don't want it. No, if the Berliner, pardon, if the Volksbühner don't want it. So maybe we take it to the US. So very different situation. So when, what the design can be. The struggle, inspiration, 
uh, but always um, 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 lack of means. Uh, here was the fa fa case. Okay. Also in London, we had the chance to work. Um, very quick, this is me, my team. Uh, this picture will be upgraded tomorrow because we are far more than that now. We are about 19 people now. Um, it can grow very fast. Um, and then we have sometimes a reason to celebrate, like here. Uh, we go together and we do. Uh, for a little office like I have, sometimes it's a problem if you want to get everyone, pay hotel and what. But we go, we celebrate because I don't do the work alone. Without this team, I cannot do. Um, but here in London, they was talking about the community and I said, okay, I will use the tree, the figure of the tree as an inspiration. Um, the tree in the landscape. And again, my background, Burkina Faso, people gathering. Um, it was a sort of competition. It was a sort of uh, putting material together. It was very a long process. And again, I didn't believe that um, they wanted me to come, but I saw Hans Ulrich wrote and inviting me. I said to my people, if they want us, we have to show something from home. I'm not the crazy engineer or the crazy designer that you know, um, but I can deal with material, with ideas. So let us present ourselves like we are. And that is how we are. I came very stressed. I have to do sketches to express what I want. And I loved it, suddenly. So I went back to my people to say, hey, I am sorry. Es wird ernst. Es ist serious. It is serious. We will do it. There is no way to escape. So, OK, how do you build in uh, Hyde Park? How do you build in London? So of course, I wanted to use bricks. And I have a, um, so inspiration, textile from Africa, the bricks, the traditional brick in London also, I wanted to use something like that to, to, you know, to build it up. Um, and so we do a lot of mock-up in the office, a lot, a lot. Here, very quick, look at The engine is, is slower than I am. It, ha it would have been click, 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 click. So, so to understand what we're doing, what we want to explain to the client, to the partner, you have to do a lot of mock-up, and we do a lot of them. Like this, this is in front of my office. Um, and we, if we know what it is, and the client understand, and engineering get fixed, uh, we go to the natural, the normal material. And that is what we did. Everything was prefabricated, and it, to work in London was so great because we had the chance to work with some, one of the amazing engineering companies um, uh, in uh, England. I'm, I, am, I am a privileged guy uh, for a, uh, installation at the, uh, uh, at the Royal Academy of Art. I worked with uh, um, another structure, and here I worked with Ecom, uh, and we put it on the site. The idea was to create little modules that you can transport it and do like in Gando, almost, really, even in Great Britain. I would put them together. As I told you, engineering is a challenge. It looks easy, but why not? I studied in Berlin. And so we could just explore, push my engineering and the design to the limit. Um, and I mounted it. And so that is it. Is it an UFO? No, it's a gathering space for people. Um, that is the public space, uh, the kindergarten on my right, uh, and the kindergarten worked. 
uh, people came to gather together to look at the architecture, and they start to talk, to interact. So there is a cafe inside. You could enter, and a courtyard. Uh, people adopted it. They came, being curious, and take care of themselves. And this is wood. And the connection to the sky, to the element, I think is always important to try to say, you know, we cannot just close up building. We have to be connected to nature if you have the choice. And I try to do everywhere. And so performance is happening there. There's a, a, a fashion show of Roxana, Roxanda. Um, and we had to extend. Um, the gallery, the existing gallery, into the pavilion to do. It's a lot of material. I wanted to kill you with pictures, but not to really, really kill you, you know? So that is the, pa the pavilion at night. Uh, I have learned last week uh, from Hans Lubris, this is the first time in history that I extended the pavilion. So if you are from London, just go next Sunday to see it, because it will be dismounted the 19th. And you tell me what you have seen. A structure made of wood, simply done, and welcoming. I would want to end with this picture. I don't have a look to the time, uh, but uh, five minutes. So, uh, okay, uh, uh, every time. So, uh, the focus is in Africa. Sometimes I don't want. Most of the time, I'm obliged. Here is an example. There was a revolution. There will be many, many revolutions in Africa, because I think these people has to find their own way. So the struggle is you watching them. That is the problem. And then you don't know how, what happened here in the West before you arrive where you are. Um, here, the young people are looking for work. Those that cannot come to you try to change their leader. Okay? And here, it happened in Burkina. They tear down, they, they burn down the parliament house. I was there in the building site. I saw everything. You know, they broke the road. I was there. When I took, took off, I landed and I realized I burned it down. I wanted to go back, but I couldn't. So it was really hot, I couldn't. Um, but what happened is, one day I got a call uh, from a group of uh, activists, thinkers. They called me to join them to think about a new parliament house. Okay, wow. A parliament house in Burkina Faso. Transparent, inspiring, inviting, integrating education and a memorial. So if you are born in this place, you know that is a lot, and there is no money. So if I say no, if I say no, he is famous, and he refused to respond when the country is calling him. You are a country son. You have to come and design. So I know it's, it's politically a tricky thing. What you do? Okay, I say let create a big vision so that will. Reject it from the first time, I am free. That's what I told to my people. But we have to work on it. So I say, start with the tree. A tree is a gathering space. Some call it labor a palabra. So where you meet and do everything. But I can tell you honestly, a tree is a place where a lot of activities are happening. This is true. I say, let's connect the parliament house, a debate hall, with a, a tree, a group of tree. So like you can see. And to create a pyramid. Huge pyramid. Of course, there were some ideas, you know, to extend people's view. Most of the people in Burkina Faso never climb higher than 18 meters. You know, they don't know that the city is so horizontal and eating the field. 
They don't see it. Not like you. You're flying. You see everything. You know that the roof is a facade. They don't have that access. So that is a tool to work. And then all work with ventilation, of course. Um, that is the structure. Create a huge public space in Waga with ideas to grow corn on the top and not to create contemplative plants. So if a country which economy is based on agriculture introduce these in the parliament house, in the house of the assembly, it is a powerful symbol. Instead of watching to the West, we have to try to find a way how we could deal with our old people. That's what I told them. And I was sure, when I was flying to Burkina, I was sure that I will give a call to my people and say, you, we are happy. Let's keep backing our, back, making our little bread instead of being involved in a huge, heavy things. I met the parliament president, and he looked at me, and looked at me first, I met the people that hired me, and they said, Francis, no leader in Africa will accept to create a parliament building where people can climb on top and watch to them. They will build something with high walls and fences. So I was almost happy. I wanted to call my office. Then I met the parliament president with other people, even minister that was watching and watching. He said, Monsieur Kerry, Mr. Kerry, I love your design. But it's too big. And I start to be happy again. It's too big. So, OK, we will look for another architect. No. Can you make it a little smaller? As 10 is a big problem. What to do, what to communicate to my people, we have to work. Now it's official, and they start to publish it. Everyone asks, who show TV asked me on the road? When is your parliament house coming? It's again my parliament house. So a big situation to deal. So I keep designing, designing. I think it's nice. That is the memorial. Let's dig out the ground of the assembly hall that was built down and collect water to grow the plant. That is the concept, which is good. So here we top already to put the renderings, but that was the idea. Um, and then we stopped and did some rendering uh, to free ourselves, but there was no money. And then I heard Swiss, Switzerland is going to give money, the US is going to give money. You know, you, 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 you heard about all of that, and you know, it's like, you understand. So, but how to, to be free? Because now I'm obliged. Okay, I came one day to the office, it was Andrea Maretto. He was laughing. And now I'm working with the so family of Obama in Kenya, and I even meet, and I forbid to show the pictures. So I fear people will say I am really now, you know? And I want them to keep giving me little projects. So, um, but everyone was laughing, and I said, what's happening here? And I look at, I saw this picture, now they changed the picture. The one with me was not that nice. Then I agreed to say, okay, Francis, Francis, if you, you put the parliament president together with Obama shaking hand in the rendering and you show him, he, I'm sure he's gonna find the money for your project. <laughs> so I was thinking, okay, okay. I say, wow, it's a good idea. Again, the focus to the West. And, and I like the idea. I showed it even to the parliament president, and he loved it. And he even came to Berlin to discuss about the building. So keep struggling to find money. One day, I come to the office again. Everyone was laughing. I checked my jacket. 
So are you well-dressed? Everything was okay. It's Andrea again. Francis, Francis, we have to change the picture. The US has a new president. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Francis, for uh, a moving and very witty presentation about, I think, one of the most important ways of thinking about architecture, because it comes back to thinking about architecture for people, and architecture made out of resources, local resources and local ideas. And um, you know, your idea of Mr. Obama being you know, the, the, the sort of guest in the Parliament building, um, I think is as clever as um, putting bowls of water under the windows to to cool the air as it goes through. So I think, you know, a very multifaceted architect, very multifaceted work. Thank you very much for Thank presenting you. it. Thank you. Thanks.